Coming to you from the 416-647-289 Everything that is fine and divine But I like to call it the six Welcome to your fix of this incredible and fantastical mix <gasps> I don't even want to do intro right now That was good, <laughs> we should have started Welcome back to another episode of the Borough Sound, recording here live at the UUI Collective. I'm your host with the most, DJ Czar. I know it's been a minute since we kicked it, but we are back at it like a crack addict. And today I am joined by Toronto's, one of Toronto's most upcoming gems, actresses, models, overall entrepreneurs. We're joined with the one and only Pineapples in the building. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. First of all, thank you for coming through. Oh, you know, I'm glad I could be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were talking off air and mm-hmm. a lot of people may not know that like your legit govy name is pineapples. Yeah. So what's the story behind that? And like, how has that impacted your life? Cause I know the pineapple fruit has been a big part of your life as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, pineapples my something my dad came up with. It's, it's spelled with a Y, not with an I. Mm-hmm. P-Y-N-A-P-P-L-S. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad just, but he was not wanting to name me Victoria. And like my dad's name Victor, my brother's name Victor, my grandfather's name Victor, my great grandfather's name Victor, my great, mm-hmm. great, great aunt who was beheaded. Her name was Victoria. Whoa. And so it what? kind of just like kept going. And it even goes to the point where my little sister is even named Victoria. So oh, it's okay. like, my mom said, nope, it's not happening. It's mm-hmm. not going to occur. She's like, she just canceled it out. She's like, pick anything, mm-hmm. pick anything. And my dad's getting down to like maybe two to three weeks before I'm supposed to be born. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's just sitting there. My mom had cut up some stuff. And he's like, you just want me to say anything. He's like, all right, mm-hmm. pineapples. And my mom goes, spell it. And my dad's from Czech Republic. So he doesn't like... <laughs> He doesn't speak, like, he's not spelling things properly. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he spells things with, like, Y's and mm-hmm. Z's and Z's in different places. And, like, he's just with all confidence just comes and goes P-Y-N-A-P-P-L-S. And my mom goes, I like it. And that was kind of that. That's actually wild because... uh it, it gives you like an edge, I feel like whenever I see you on your website, like, for example, I know you're not really like on the juice as much as before, but I see you write it with pineapple, you write it with the Y and it has like almost like a symbolic significance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the first time I met you, I actually met you here in this building. Mm-hmm. You were modeling for freshmen. Yes. Yeah. With Shout Khadija. out freshmen. Shout out Khadija. We, yes. we did a show with her. Um, when did you start like modeling, acting? Like what point, what point of your life did that occur? Uh, so I'm a mom to twins. I had my kids when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And then when I was like 23, 24, 23, I was like, you know, why not just start modeling? Like, why not just start doing some stuff? I'm like, mm-hmm. I was like divorced at the time. I'm well, going- you got married before that? Oh, I oh, got shoot. married. I got married and I like at 19. 20 19. Yeah. That's interesting. How was that? It was good. It was good. Full on wedding? Yeah. I, I got married at City Hall. Um, I just kind of just like one day, like my ex is older than me. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know, I'm not having kids out of wedlock. It's just not happening. It's just not happening. So I'm going to a hundred million percent. Like if you want to have kids with me and mm-hmm. I'm like in university, I'm at U of T mm-hmm. studying psychology at the time. Mm. And I go, you know, if you want to have kids, then let's get married. So we go to city hall. 
get married. Mm-hmm. About maybe like six months later, we tell like our families and stuff. So we didn't tell anybody for like months. Oh, okay. And then I get pregnant and then everyone's like, oh, you guys are going to get married. And we go, so. Already are. We already did that. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! And everyone was a little just shocked. Mm-hmm. Like I was pretty cool just to be able to kind of have that experience. And then I have my kids and I absolutely love them. My like they're my love, my heart, my joy, my my reason of waking up every single day and just doing everything that I do and like just striving to like have larger goals in life. I think mm-hmm. it's like because I want them to have that mentality in every single thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just I've never I just continue to dream big, mm-hmm. and then I just hope and pray that that just rubs off onto them in a good way. Mm-hmm. So like now my kids like they're just like they make beats and they make like their own music and stuff like that, what? and like they want to be DJs and like mm-hmm. they're they're in their own little world, which is super cool. They're seven. Yeah, they're seven. And they play video Jeez. games. So I'm like, yeah, like they're crazy with their their video games. Like they mind like Minecraft, Fortnite, Call of Duty. Like they'll even get into like some NBA, and I'm just like. These are my children. I am their leader. Yo, the kids these days are like a little advanced. They like, they know a lot more than like we did, I feel. And like, they're way more like with the shits than we were. Like, I feel like it took me a longer age to know what was going on in this world. But like kids know like off rip, you know, TikTok and shit. Like I had to homeschool my kids during the pandemic. Mm. So I, I said like for all of the stuff that was happening with TDSB, I was like, you know what? This online programming go have to change this up a little bit mm-hmm. so like i just i raised my kids on my like just on my own for like doing all the you homeschooling them. yeah homeschool them like you had like a, a whole was, like, the program i had like, the curriculum okay. yeah because they were like they were in kindergarten grade one they're now in grade oh. two right now so i was like you know what i could do this myself why not like did you give them like you so you probably taught them the stuff that like they wouldn't know in school as well as the stuff that they would learn in school like the basic stuff from the curriculum as well as like your own like real yeah. life like yo this is what this actually means or yes mm-hmm. and so like their language skills their level of reading their way that they actually like are going through and doing math like i had tutors that would just come through like which would actually be coming to work with them like about like once every week mm-hmm. so that was also part of like my kids went to coding programs as well so like what? they play piano they are they are like have an iric system so like they're now like messing around with making beats and doing mm-hmm. their own thing and playing with instruments and their ipads and like mm-hmm. they're just they're creating their own worlds and mm-hmm. it's really cool because they have each other like mm-hmm. that's the brilliance of why i was like please dear god please please give me twins because it was like i had to tour you mm-hmm. go play with your sister mm-hmm. that's what you they, they you two have each other for that so like mm-hmm. that's that's that whole entire thing and like because of even having kids it was like that was also why even my juice business started mm-hmm. was like i wanted to create something that was based off of like all the healthy produce and fruits and vegetables and all my friends and before the pandemic really had started Mm -hmm. I was having quesadilla nights and I was always making juice for all of my friends and Mm -hmm. all my friends who also go to get like BBLs and like surgeries and get Mm -hmm. their their boobs done and their you know I need a little immune boost you know what I'm saying yeah yeah, you need to cleanse out your system and detox Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. that was what I was supplying my juice for was specifically Mm -hmm. for everyone to be having a healthier lifestyle and then as Mm -hmm. the pandemic happened I got into acting Mm-hmm. And then, so now it's like it's been a whole thing where it's like uh, because of the fact that I do like pole fitness and pole stretching and like I teach like even just like doing pole tricks, I got in onto just like just 
by chance during the pandemic, my friend's like, oh, you need somebody who knows how to do stuff. And mm -hmm. I end up on Mayor of Kingstown, which is like a Paramount Plus TV show. Mm -hmm. um, and Jeremy Renner's in that show as well, too. Mm. The guy that's from like Marvel. He just yeah, like Hawkeye. Yeah, he's super talented. Yeah. Yeah, super, super awesome. I cast the crew, everyone. It was just a whole new world that I was walking into that I didn't understand. And just the directors that are even involved with like every show that I've been on. It's just mm. been a brilliant experience. So mm. it's like I started with one show. Then I got booked like onto another show like the next mm. week. And then I ended up on The Boys uh, for Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Um so like now I'm like that's like a whole entire superhero now you're like show. Like a full blown actress, like yeah. And it and it seems like you know how a lot of people seek out becoming actresses or actors. It seems like it kind of just happened to you and things just started rolling. Yeah. So like yeah, now it's like now I've done. I just finished up doing a short film mm -hmm. that's being brought in for TIFF as well too. That's like it's a, a whole thing about this girl who gets kidnapped mm -hmm. and she has to like kind of get away from her kidnappers and. She gets like kind of drugged in like the parking lot at the time. She's mm -hmm. just kind of going through this, mm -hmm. this whole entire craziness. So mm -hmm. it's been, that was pretty cool to get to be a part of as well and getting mm -hmm. to do the stunts. And it's been, it's been, a, it's been an experience. It seems like everything's kind of happening really fast. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, if I look at the span of like where I really started, it just, it feels like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's like now after doing even stunt training and then now going to voice animation and getting to go into different studios and be like working with different directors and producers and seeing how everything is also like connecting through green, like green rooms and mm -hmm. studios and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's a whole new world. It's an exciting place to be a part of. So this this whole new world that you're I know you're a multifaceted creative. I know you do you started doing music recently as well. I know you show me off air, you know, some exclusive, actually really good tracks. Like me and D were listening to. We're like, what? Like this is like a legit track. So before we get into into yeah. the music, I've always wondered with actresses or actors, like I know when you play a character. I heard that when you get really deep into a character, like that kind of stays with you. Do you, do you find that when you're playing like these, like various roles that like, even after the camera was off, like yeah. there would be aspects of that character in your everyday life? Definitely. Uh, for Mayor of Kingston, I felt like that primarily because it was just each of the characters just, it was, it's a, it's a show that's really about kind of like crooked cops and drug dealers and dancers and all this kind of world. And I felt like afterwards I was like, man, I was like, wow. I was like, I'm doing stand in for some of like these different episodes and stuff for mm -hmm. the show, for the characters. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, it's like, I really feel like I'm a part of this whole thing. I'm mm -hmm. like, man, I'm like, they better bring me back for season two. I got to mm -hmm. figure out how I'm living my life as this character. Mm -hmm. Cause it's, you know, like that's the cool part about it is getting to be on set. You, you, you are given these lines and these role, this, this whole entire role to just like be this character and just get into it. But I always just feel like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is just like another side of me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I just get to really absorb and kind of express myself in a completely different way. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, if you, I need to be the badass version of myself. I'm like, man, well, I'm gonna be a bad bitch. I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. gonna fuck this shit up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you need me to go rob something? Get this shit. We beating ass. We beating ass. Mm -hmm. And then, and then when you have to have like the more of like the more like the roles of the, and even getting like a lot of the improv stuff that I've been doing as well too, mm -hmm. is um like when you have to be in character just like to cry and just be sad and and, and be remorseful of mm -hmm. like stuff that you're going through and like it's sometimes you're sitting there just like damn like if I was really going through that. Mm -hmm. 
man, I, I don't think I'd be okay. Mm. And then you kind of want to just get like, then, and then he's like, you want to empathize even more with the characters so that when it's like more of a fiery moment and people are like now coming and you have to switch your whole entire like character to be like, not just sad or depressed. You have to now be coming with more confidence and mm. it, it's, it's just, that's it's, yeah, you definitely get lost in it. Mm. You, you can you definitely. Sh- you strike me like as someone who has like a really dynamic personality, like you have, crazy range i feel like i even in the like 20 minutes that you've been here i've seen like 20 sides of you you know what i'm saying and when the when the mics turned on she was like all proper i was expecting it to be like loud and shit you know like you uh you came in with with bare energy um and i feel like that energy is really like your the music that that you showed us was like it was legit music like party music is that mm. the type of music that you want to listen to kind of like when you're at a club yeah. or something you're making music that you want to hear yeah um i think that there's i just didn't want to sound so much like myself i want to sound like the american version of myself like a romanticized like fantasy version yeah. of you yeah yeah <laughs> so i really was pulling that part of it out of me because yeah, like hello american i have a lot of family that's like from the states and like cousins i was out in la and like mm-hmm. even some of the roles that i auditioned for i it was southern accents like so mm-hmm. i'm literally sometimes watching youtube videos and i'm like going right into character to, to figure out exactly so how do i sound like that so what do I have to do? So what she say? Oh no, she didn't. Like mm-hmm. you and I, and I, I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I was doing like making music, like I like it's just it's the same thing. It's like I'm going right into this character. I'm expressing myself in a different way. I'm like I'm getting to that point where I'm thinking I'm like if I was listening to this shit, what in the hell would I be doing right now? And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I want to twerk. I want people to be putting their hands up in the air. I want people, mm-hmm. and that's the vibe. Like even with my friends, the people that I hang out with, I'm always like, mm-hmm. let me just give you a bit of a bop. And let me like, mm-hmm. let me be put on some city girls and Meg the Stallion. And mm-hmm. I want you to shake some ass and I want you to feel sexy. I want you to feel confident about yourself. I want, I want you to go and like just sparkle in any environment. Like that's mm-hmm. the energy. I, I like hype beasts and my friends. I want mm-hmm. them to live larger than life. Like I really feel like there's a lot of people that are really sad mm-hmm. in this world. And mm-hmm. there's not enough people that are just kind of there in their corner, even just randomly giving like little bits of joy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like to do as well too. It's just, you know. That's I mean. a really good approach. Sorry to interrupt, but I love that approach because even as, as an artist myself, like initially, like some artists, we make music for ourselves. We make music that we want to hear, but that's kind of selfish when you think about the point of music is to give others that feeling, you know, yeah. others. So, you know, as a DJ, like, those type of tracks, those city girl type, they slap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People are able to dance, forget their problems, yeah. enjoy themselves. And it's not about what are you talking about? It's not about, oh, this, this, that. It's literally like, will this song make you dance or not? Yeah. You know? yeah, that's, that's the key. True. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, like for a lot of tracks when I'm listening to them, it's it's I I find that like I listen to a lot of trap music and drill rap and like mm. then I get like I'm listening to like all these things with like all these drug dealers that are running up and they're shanking people and I'm mm. sitting there just like how, how am I sitting here going from like the Paw Patrol tracks <laughs> and Wiggles into like a drill rap track when my kids leave the car mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm listening to like my R&B and like my Summer Walker mm-hmm. and then I get into like it's and then I'm like oh yeah let's make the stallion let me twerk let me give this let me make you all feel good with your fire so let's swing some hair shake some ass let's pop it mm-hmm. but like I, I have friends like my like one of my greatest friends her name's Naomi mm-hmm. and she is a twerkologist she is like twerkologist 
Yeah, she is like the queen. I've never of- heard this term. Sounds professional. <laughs> twerkology. I, she's a twerkology. There PhD should be in twerkology. There should be a, there should be an That's academy. A program. Yeah, there should be there should be Jeez. definitely an academy for what she does, and like she'll sell out rooms like. 200, 300 people that are just coming to learn how to just shake ass twerk. Oh, she teaches like, so she's a legit twerkologist. Oh, she's a professional. Like she's a real professional. So she teaches lessons. That's why she's a twerkologist. She even has like, she has an online program too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, I've like, for her, she, she will go through and be doing that. It's like, I have friends that like have nice, beautiful bodies and like they're curvy and they shake ass. And it's like, then I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the rest of my friends. I'm like, yeah, you all have body. Like, I have body. We mm-hmm. even little, all my little friends, they still got little body. I'm mm-hmm. like, little booties matter. I'm like, let's get legendary <laughs> with this shaking ass. Little booties matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I love that. Like, see my, like in my house, like, I have a pole in my house. So like my mm-hmm. friends will come over. They'll be like, oh, we're just going to swing around. We're going to do some stuff. They feel sexy. And then they're mm-hmm. just like, damn, I should get one of these things in my place. And that's how it's like, I, I feel like the experiences that I've gotten from my friends and like even the people that were in my life that are not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been this like, this bountiful amount of like happiness and joy. And it's mm. like, I want to give that to every single person that I'm around. I want to do that like within every single thing I do. Like when I'm on mm. set, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to give my, my 150%. I'm going to give you exactly what you're looking for. And then when I'm offset, mm. I'm still going to be this positive, happy person because I really genuinely want to, mm-hmm. I just want to do that for the world. I think that the world just needs more of that. Mm. It seems like your, your whole MO, like with anything you do is like kind of bringing people together, you know, like yeah. whether it's through, acting whether it's through the juice which is not you didn't start it like as a get rich quick scheme it's literally like i want my people around me to like be healthy you yeah. know and the music it's like you want people to to dance you want people to enjoy themselves so yeah. do you find like is that like a part of like your nature so not necessarily maternal but like you have that caring kind of like giving nature yeah yeah, like I, I, I love people. I love making like, and I'll be in the elevator with people that don't even know them. And I'm like walking out, I'm like, hey, I'm like, you know what? You have a great day. You look amazing. Go with your fire self. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it up, buttercup. You, you about to be like, make this day incredible. You about mm-hmm. to explode on this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I like high beasting people. I'm a person who likes to pay for someone like, you know, a coffee or a drink or something that's mm-hmm. behind me or something. I love doing that. I think that more people should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm this. I think that positivity and happiness, it comes in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that a lot of people have like found their way on how to actually just be, you know, just, just to give. Mm-hmm. I think that we have a lot of people that just take, take, take a lot of people that are just selfish because of the fact that they don't feel that they have enough attention or love. And I think that a lot of that also comes from Instagram and mm-hmm. TikTok and all these different things. But mm-hmm. I also think that it's like, you know, there's a way to reach out to people and to connect with them. The pandemic just tried to tell everyone, don't talk to nobody. Don't be, don't be comfortable with nobody. Like Mm. people, people's own like family members were like turning them away. It broke up my straight up. Like my extended family, like will never be the same because some people are like super pro. And then like, whoever's not like, on that same wave, like they kind of demonized or like, you know, like pushed to the side, like, you know, so I definitely think that, um, the, that division is something that's like they're trying to actively do. And mm-hmm. it's good that you're counteracting that by kind of bringing people together. Yeah. Um, and I find that a lot of the people who exhibit like that type of like positive personality, it often comes from a place of like, you know what negativity is. You know, it's not like a, a naive thing where you're just like positive to everyone. It's like you've seen the other side. So you yeah. choose that. Right. Yeah. Was that like this like growing up like was it were you always like that like kind of like hyper positive or did that kind of develop as 
you kind of dealt with your experiences in life? Like I, I've kind of like started living on my own when I was like 17, 16, 17. And then mm-hmm. I was in university at the time too. I wasn't even like in a dorm. Like, it was like a struggle kind of like story. In a sense. Yeah. And my, even the people that I had around me probably weren't the greatest of people. I mean, I was so young and naive at the time, but I thought that I had all these street smarts Mm -hmm. and I was like, man, I think that I know it all, but Mm -hmm. I really did not. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I, I learned a lot and I'm like lucky to be in the the position that I am now, Mm -hmm. but like I've seen people that have been probably the most cruelest and it's not good people. But it's good that you see that because I feel like life has to like kick your ass in a sense for us to like oh, yeah. grow. Like, you know? I learned, like I learned and I've, I've had to just really actually hustle myself and get myself to a point of, you know, not having to give a shit about what anybody or any, anybody thinks about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are, people are going to show you who they are and like, it's your, it's, it's up to you for you to figure out exactly how you're going to be accepting of people. Like, you can't just be distrustful of every single person. Like I'm the type of person I'm going to give you a hug because I just, I don't feel like people get enough hugs. I think Mm. that there's so many people that just, they're just, they don't, they don't get any hugs. They didn't Mm. get it from their family. They don't get it from their friends. They don't get it from a girlfriend and they don't get it from their own guy friends. Like you're not going to ask someone for a hug if you haven't been hugged, but it's like you wish someone would just "Ah, hug you. You know what I'm saying? Embrace me. And the pandemic really made it so that that wasn't a thing. And it's terrible because it's like me as a female, I feel like now that when I hug people, I have to be so like careful about it because I'm like, man, I can't, people might take this as me being too friendly or being too kind or being too nice all the time. Yeah. I've got all the time. It's like, damn, Especially I thought she now. wanted me. She hugged me randomly. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, yeah. So I, was, I was just a, I was spreading joy. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not nobody. Ah, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's definitely that. So that's happens. And it's it's like, I'm usually sitting there and I'm thinking, damn, I'm like, why did I do that? Man, maybe mm-hmm. I should have been, I should come through with the, what's up? Mm-hmm. Like be a little bit more aggressive with people. But that's like, why, that's how a lot of girls end up becoming like that because the slightest like bit of kindness that they show is taken as like, oh, she wants me. Oh, she's oh, flirty. No. Oh, she's all over people, you know? And then girls end up putting a wall to like, yeah. it, it, it lessens their affectionate side in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's a lot of people, especially with me. It's like, um, uh, and I, I, you know, I can't even say especially my friends. Like some of the stories that they've even shared with me, and even the situations I've been in. Like even when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, it's like people will take like you know just like your kindness for granted. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that they just genuinely they want to feel that kindness, and it doesn't mean like oh give up and stop like start to be just a dickhead and an asshole to every mm-hmm. single person because there is seven billion people that are on this planet. Mm-hmm. There's this this one person decided to be a fuckhead in your life or to be to be a dickhead or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And now you get to a point where it's like, ah, like, you know, now, you know, you just, you have the opportunity to choose how you are going to be representing yourself. And like, instead of it being something that having your past be like plaguing you and telling, like just, telling Mm -hmm. you who you are like make your present make your future make it amazing make it incredible Mm -hmm. just by like just coming through and saying fuck that shit and if it really bothered you then make a difference about it Mm -hmm. let's sit there and talk about it like just Mm -hmm. go and make a difference like for me i just looked at it like like i've had my one of my like greatest greatest friends that like i i really truly just i loved and i adored her name was tanya Mm -hmm. tanya she passed away a couple of years ago um she committed suicide and 
She was super OCD, super clean. She was beautiful. She's German, Trinidadian, like greeny blue eyes. Like as she worked out, super fitness, vegan, vegetarian, guru, all these things. Brilliant person. Mm-hmm. She was to help me literally create my juice company. Like I, I don't think I would have done everything that I did without like her help and like everything that she created with me as well too. Mm-hmm. And for me, like when she passed away, it was like, oh shit. I'm like, wow. I'm like, this person's not here. Like, you know, she, and it's like, you know, she, she took a bunch of pills and now she's gone. I just remember racing to the hospital on the day that she was like, like, and it was like their third resuscitation. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm like, this person's not no longer going to be here with me. I'm like this person that I have so much love who have created this whole entire world with. And I'm like, but why? And I'm like her in her letters, like that she wrote and like, she wrote like letters to me, her mom, like her, her ex-boyfriend, like everyone, she, the things that she wrote was like, you know, like, I'm just really sad. Like, this is just how I've been. And it's like, no amount of it is going to change anything. And I'm like, you know, you really don't know what people are going through at any point in time. People suffer in silence, especially like those who like from the outside looking in, you're like, wow, you you got it together. You're always happy. You're always this. And then. Yeah. yeah, And like, and sometimes even the happiest of people, they're really, really sad deep down. Like, and Mm -hmm. that's why it's like, for me, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to hug you. Like Mm -hmm. F it. Like you're mad. Maybe there's a reason like, oh, you're going through some stuff in Mm -hmm. life. Come here, I'm gonna give you a hug. Yeah. You're just gonna catch his love. Literally, gonna give it to you. you're giving them like chemicals that are gonna help them through their day. When we get like a hug or affection, like, mm-hmm. you know, you get these kind of like feel good, like hormones that go through your body. It's like we, as humans, like we're really social creatures. So yeah. when we neglect that and we get lonely and isolated, like, well, that's, that. that's the whole point of the juice. That was like, that's the whole point of my pole dancing. That's mm-hmm. even making music is bringing in my friends, the people that are around. And I'm like, I'm just expressing how I feel like it's like, as a creative, mm-hmm. I want to just be this positive light that's out for a lot of people mm-hmm. and making you feel really good about yourself and making mm-hmm. you want to just, you know, shake some ass. I'm the person who blares music on the road. Like mm-hmm. most of the time it's like some soca or like some old school nineties. I'm blaring Tupac Biggie for sure. Big um, vibe checks. Like when you're just like driving, yeah. like everyone's just getting vibe and checked. Like, yeah. Like people <laughs> will be like, they'll come like, yeah, like you, you see it? <laughs> like I'm like, let me put my hand out. Let me get this. Like mm-hmm. that's the vibe. And people are just, they're usually smiling or they're bopping to something. And like, mm-hmm. that's it. And now I'm like into a point where I start playing my own music. Cause I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm Gee, that's smart. That's smart. You know? And I'm just like, I, the other day I was sitting there seeing someone and they're just like, they're eating a sandwich. It's like, hey, you feeling this? This, mm-hmm. is, this is me. Mm-hmm. so yeah like it's like that's 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 a cool thing about it is i want to do that i just want to i want like now that like that i look at the on as more so that there's seven billion people in the world i want to reach everybody i possibly can mm-hmm. and that's kind of my goal and my objective of where i'm going now mm-hmm. on what i'm doing mm-hmm. before it was kind of i feel like i was just learning and growing and trying to figure it out as i went along and now even with the having the team and the management i have and like the blessed to have good agents. It's like now I'm like, okay, we now I can move forward in a mm-hmm. in a way more sound direction. It's almost like indirectly, like you're like a mental health advocate, but like using creativity. It's not like you're out here like, oh, I'm a mental health like advocate, but like through your actions, that's kind of like the aim, right? Is yeah. to like alleviate that like pain and stress yeah. that like pretty much everyone feels to like different degrees, you know, like yeah. Especially with like the overwhelming amount of like information, the food we're eating, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, like, the food. We're in tough times right now. You should see. I'm. T- I. I definitely just. So many people keep asking me, and I keep 
having to now stutter on this is that people are like, so when are you going to make me juice? When are you going to make me juice? When are you making me juice? They're like, because realistically, when I've seen people try it, they try and they're just like, wow, this is what this tastes like. Mm -hmm. I'm like, because they've had so much sugar and watered down and processed. And yeah. yeah, And so they're, they're just like, damn, like this is, can you make me some more? And I'm just like, I was hoping you'd bring some juice low key. Like I was like, maybe she'll come and like promote it and like bring us some juice. I should have asked you for some, but I know if you, you I, on yeah, that. I, at this point I, I'm, I've, I'm like, I need to be getting it to a different level. It's, it's, I was supposed to start a store and that was just over the pandemic. That was mm-hmm. literally, it was like, it, it was eight months ago, mm-hmm. like eight, nine, whatever, like eight, nine months ago. I feel like it was maybe Bro, I don't know, last two years, like low key a blur for me. Maybe it was a little bit longer <laughs> than that. It could be even longer than that, but it was during the pandemic. It was like maybe about, um, or coming out of the pandemic. And I, I had a spot I had keys for, for like three months. I was telling you that before as well too. Mm-hmm. And then the, yeah, the place flooded, it, like the pipes burst that were in there and it was like freezing cold uh, outside of the time. And I'm sitting there just like, well, I guess I can't get this That's place. not happening. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I have this amazing juicer that's, um, that I've, I've gone to juice con that's out in the States in like Miami and LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, it's this good nature juicer. It's a phenomenal cold press juicer. Mm-hmm. It works like no other. They're top of the line for what you want as a commercial juicer. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love the, all of the people that work there, all the people that are involved with anything with the gold, like good nature. Like they just, they just will completely take you on a whole new journey. So like now I've kind of just been talking to them even about how what my direction is and, rechanging it up a bit as mm-hmm. well too and finding a spot and figuring out if I'm combining my dancing stuff with my juicing. It's it's a it's a place right now where I feel like I'm just like, well it's like what what do what I want to do? do? Yeah, it's like the world's your oyster at this point. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, we're gonna take a quick little break. Okay. Subscribe for and check out some of our merch. When can we expect the music? Because I really don't think y'all are ready to hear this shit. Like, uh, it's like, it's actually good, yo. I'm I'm working on it right now with my team. Uh, I'm working on my videos, and then mm-hmm. once I get that all done, then you guys will get it. Jeez, I'm, so I'm, no I'm, date. Like, <laughs> There's no. I can't give know. you a date. I can't give you a date. I I I've been kind of just working in silence on this little project and just putting in my own time to figure out myself and like how I want to express myself. And I'm really blessed to have the team and individuals that I could be able to work with. Like I went out to England um, for like about like a month. Mm -hmm. So I was just, I was out there just focusing, like writing, just kind of getting into my whole zone. And like, it was a lot of just figuring out my range Mm -hmm. as well too. Mm-hmm. And and learning like auto tune and like how to like deal with that the production and, like, side the behind yeah the like, camera, uh, microphone type I feel like I went out to do um, like a music boot camp boot camp kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. that's what it felt like mm-hmm. and then but I did not expect to come out of it as with as much as I did or do. I, and I, but I was, I really believed I could do everything that I went out there to do. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, at first I just went out there, I was like, you know, okay, I'm going to go to one, two songs. And then as I started getting songs done, I got done, down to like, okay, my EP's done. And I'm like, oh, 
Like, I'm a rapper that. now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I had to really kind of get into like one of those moments where I, I, I've been just kind of having my heart flutter. Mm-hmm. feels like my butterflies have like escaped from my stomach and they're just everywhere in my whole body. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm, I'm just prepared to be able to actually just air and showcase what I've created. Because mm-hmm. my friends, one of my best, best friends, like they have heard it and they're just like, girl, if you don't do this. And my friends for years, like they for years, they've been telling me, they're like, please, can you make some music? Mm-hmm. You know everyone's tracks. You know all these City Girl tracks. Name the Sally. Mm-hmm. You know all these tracks. Can you make your own music? Mm-hmm. My best friends from university, they're asking me. Like, mm-hmm. the, she's one of them. She's like, oh, she's like, if you don't make music like soon, it's going to be a problem. She's like, at this point, I'll start writing for you. Just so wow. you could just still go do this. I'm like, you don't want to. She's good. She's actually a really good writer. She used mm. to do all the spoken word. And and they, my friends are super supportive. My family is super supportive. That's so dope. I'm super happy about that as well, too. Mm-hmm. To have that is it's so valuable. So mm-hmm. at this point, it's like, I, I assure you, as soon because I'm ready to drop and I have my videos, I will let you know and I will send it forward and over to you. And you can just be like, bam. Throw it in rotation. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, got you. Yeah. I be DJing weddings, so you know, someone Ooh. might be here now at a wedding if it's getting popping, you know? Oh, uh, they're out here just backing it up. <laughs> like, who is this? They're like, like, yeah, like, are these the city girls? <laughs> right. Um, what what impressed me about like your overall um branding was like you're pretty social media savvy i would say like i feel like you you understand how to utilize social media how to leverage what you can offer pretty much to the world and you've kind of built that following are you kind of like intentional about how you're going to release it in terms of like i'm going to brand it like this it's going to be released like that or are you kind of just going to like if you feel it you're just going to like throw it out there or are you like calculated with that stuff no, I'm feeling I'm, uh, for this, I'm being calculated. Mm-hmm. Um, Normally, though, are you not? Like with your current mm-hmm. like Instagram aesthetic and stuff. You could, if I give you my phone right now, mm-hmm. I could show you like over 100,000 pictures that are in my phone. And like, we'll just, we'll just say like 80,000 of them are probably 60,000 of them are of me. And now I've just getting to a point where now I'm trying to just talk to my management team and be like, hey, so what should I be posting? How should I be posting? Mm. Like dealing with that side of things, but then also having it be my own. Like for me, it's like right now on my Instagram, I just feel like it's expressed, expresses a lot of different things. There's a lot of different sides to me as well too. Mm. And so I feel like there's just more that I could be able to do to really showcase who I am Mm. on the better light. Mm. I feel like I, I feel like right now it's like I'm doing all right with it, but I could do way better. Yeah. And like now for the rollout of music, mm, I I feel like we're going to have a different rollout for it. It's not going to just, it'll be like some calculated things. Like I think that my TikTok will be more not so calculated. Mm-hmm. I think that that's more so where I'm going to showcase a lot of the people that I know the way they're, they're moving, they're dancing, showcase the like, you know, so to have more connectivity with other people as well too. Because mm-hmm. that's what I really want to have is just that more people that are interacting with each other and not just interacting based off of like a picture or a photo or a video of me. I want it to be something like, oh my gosh, I'm shouting you out because, oh, that's my friend from here. That's my friend from here. Mm-hmm. And having my music that's alongside with it. Um, a lot of stuff that I like, I even, I love what Coily Ray has been doing. Mm. I like the way that she rolled out like her music and like how she's just kind of really out there. Mm-hmm. She just, she'll make a video really quickly. Sometimes even in like a car or something, she has yeah. like her visuals, the way that she promotes her market herself is really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Rihanna does amazing with her Savage Fenty. Mm-hmm. Like even with like everything with like her makeup and like uh, her like all of her lingerie. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. But yeah. yo, she's built that like w- with people like Kanye and Rihanna. Like before they got to this point, they had this like industry machine that kind of gave them that platform. Mm-hmm. Coyle Ray to an extent because like her dad's been Zeno, but at the same time, she does it very organically. And I yeah. feel like with you, like, you're doing it organically. Yeah. And I feel like people are attracted to that because it's genuine, but it's also like professional, you know, it's not like you're just like, it might seem like you're just throwing shit up, but it, it kind of like fits overall, like what you're yeah. already doing, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's my whole thing is just like making it fit. I still feel like I'm learning it. All this stuff with this algorithm, like somebody needs to just give me the map, give me mm-hmm. the blueprint. Do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me when to post with time because I'm ready. I got the post. And, and like now I just got to point where I just don't even care about the algorithm. Like I post up because it's like I want people to see it. I want to interact with the people that I know. Mm-hmm. I can like send it out to the people that I need to as well, too. Um, I love promoting out my friends and like people as well that like I know and the brands that I, I've like even now I had like ambassadorships with as well, too. Um, so that's something that I've been just also focused on mm-hmm. is just also just the, the way that I'm promoting myself, marketing myself. And then I, I actually, I took time away from Instagram. Like while I was in Europe, like I took three months over the summer, I was in Europe, I went to Portugal and Italy. I was, I signed to a new modeling agency. So I've been traveling and kind of getting to a point where I've have had these really awesome shoots and. Um, I just graced the cover of a magazine that's out in Portugal as well, too. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Who's that? What? You're, so there's a magazine in Portugal with your face on the cover. Yeah. That's big. What did you like about Europe? Like, what's, what would you say was the major difference in terms of, like, the overall atmosphere, the energy, the people? Like, did you feel like over there, there was, like, more opportunity? Or are the people different? Mm-hmm. How did you feel like they were different between here in, North, uh, here in Europe? Oh, my dad's from Czech Republic. Yes. Like he's from Prague. So like mm. my dad, he actually, he owns a security company out there. He, he builds like bullet resistant vehicles and bullet resistant materials, like backpacks and vests and stuff. Jeez, probably badass. Yeah, he owns like, his, he does his own, his own gun crazy. ranges and like he'll take apart a gun, put it back together and in front of you. Yo, dudes, be aware, bro. If you're talking to pineapples, her dad might shoot you, bro. Like. <laughs> I know, my dad's really sweet. He's super cool. Uh, my my. My friends are always like swooning over him. So that's really funny all the time. And no, just, he's, he's a good looking dude. Like he's aging well. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ah, so he's, he's all the time. Like, just like he loves to show off like his skills when he gets to like, I'll call some of my friends on FaceTime and I'll be like, yeah, so this is my dad's new sniper. And they're like, so can you take it apart? And then I'm like, yeah, he can. He's like, of course I can. <laughs> Does your dad play into it? Like, is he is he spiced? Is he spiced that like your friends think he's hot? Oh, he thinks he's so spiced about it. He's so like, yeah, she likes me. And like, and my the thing is, they understand. Like, my dad like loves black women. Like, my dad's like white guy with like bluey green eyes like you know dirty he's like a male night rider equivalent yeah, yeah and like and like he's just like he's like yeah he's like he's like darker the berry the sweeter the juice like that's his vibe my mom yes is, my mom's british and jamaican so like she's just like you know it's like that's his that's his thing like my brother like even my brother my brother's like skin as well too mm-hmm. so that's been my dad's thing and um it's so funny to just be able to actually like have like where i'm like sitting there and i'm dealing with him but like he with him like he'll he has this whole entire like security company and like he he's like all the time just 
telling me about like, oh, you know, there's so much you could be doing even with your own um, like business and like the way that you're running, like everything with your music. And he's always like constantly trying to make sure that like I'm on top of things. Like I'm not just like just running amok with like my business or running amok with everything. So it's been pretty cool to like have his help on shit as well too. Being, being mixed with black and white, like growing up, did you feel like you had to like pick a side or did you feel like there was like, still feel like I'm picking it. Really? Like, you, like every day? It's like, today I'm going to be white. Yeah, so then, like, today I'm going to be black. Like, like my black side of my family are Jamaican. So you have to mm-hmm. understand, they come up with like nicknames that are like, oh man. Like my nickname <laughs> growing up was Peach. Peach? Yeah. Like it would be Peach. Like, so how, what color do you feel like you are? And then they like go to grocery stores and they'd be like, you know. They'd see a peach and they'd be like. Yeah. Like, or they can, they'd be like, you know, peachy color like, and I wore like the, like the color of like roasted peanuts I could see it a little bit no I'm sorry <laughs> they'd always be coming they'd come up with like the, they'd come up with the weirdest things or mm-hmm. something like that so like growing up it'd be weird like on my dad's side that was like never a thing my dad like it's like my baba and my getta my dad's parents they like raised me like from growing mm-hmm. up my whole life and that's like I speak Czech so like you speak Czech that's sick yeah I speak mm-hmm. Czech so it's because of them and if they if I had never if I had never had that, like I, it's just like, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. Like for me, my dad lived like his whole entire life in Czech Republic. Like I only like my dad literally only came into my life when I was about like maybe about 11 or 12. Mm. Um, and then, but for most of the time it was just, you know, I feel like Czech culture, it's like really strong and they're disciplined. Like, I don't know. I find that uh, those particular like, European cultures, like their really strong foundation is like family. And like, I don't know. I find that those people are super tough. They end up super tough because of that, like mentality and culture. Mm, I feel like Prague is a little bit more laid back. I think my dad's a little bit more laid back mm. than most people. Like my, my, my grandfather, he's Russian. Mm. Uh, he was an architect and then my Baba, she was a pharmacist who worked for Apotex and she like actually made like the makeup of like how these drugs and everything all would come into their pill form to be being pushed out and everything. Mm-hmm. So for that, it was, you know, they are very tough. And then my dad felt the pressure. He built up his own security company and he's worked with so many different celebrities and different events for like Audi and, um, and Mercedes and like, you know, different types of like other companies that are out there Mm. as well for festivals. And Mm -hmm. he's doing amazing with everything that he does. Mm. So, but like when it comes down to it all, it's like, I've kind of had a lot more freedom. I feel like in being in this generation, Mm. um, to kind of just express myself and do what I want. Because growing up here too, right? Like it's totally different vibe than if you had grown up there. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. also, it's like also that whole thing with like, you know, racism as well, too, and everything. It's like, I didn't experience that with like my grandparents. Like my grandparents were just like, these are our son's children. Like, mm-hmm. yes, like yeah. they're so proud. Like mm-hmm. my grandparents are such proud grandparents. That's like so there's nothing in the world that um, would make them ever feel like any other type of way. So I've, I've really been blessed to have those experiences. Mm-hmm. And like, even with my dad, like going to Prague, it's like, it's funny. Cause it's like, I'll speak Czech people are usually turning around there. There's, there's not really that many black people that are there. Mm-hmm. So like, they're like, obviously like I stick out. So people yeah. are like, she speaks like, they're it's like not, super impressed. And it's, eh? Yeah. It's, it's even funny. It's like, even like some of like the, the Asian people that are like at like some of the spots that are like out there, like they'll be like impressed that I'm like coming to that. And they'll like, they'll talk to me in English and then they'll be like, 
Like, <laughs> speak English. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So it's, it's funny. It's like I'm speaking tech to the Asian people that are out there. They speak Mandarin, Chinese, Japanese, mm-hmm. like, and then the, I come to speak Czech, and they're just not. They're just not expecting it. So it's mm-hmm. quite. It's quite funny sometimes to be in those experiences. Yo, um, if someone is kind of like off topic, but if someone asked the young pineapples, like, yo, what do you want to be when you grow up? What was your answer? Like, was it always kind of in this sphere? Like, did you always feel like, oh, like I'm a star, like I'm gonna go into like media and stuff. I know you said you went to UFT for psychology. Was that like more what you wanted to do? I went because of my family. Like I went because of my mom. Mm-hmm. And like I went for four years, I finished, I like I graduated and I, I'm very proud to have done it. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot about a lot of people, a lot about especially why I'm so happy and so like more so forward with like, you know, I I see that there's a gap that I feel like needs to be filled with people that are just coming in with a more positive, genuine light. What I, what I did want to talk about with you as well was how you got into the pole fitness, because that stuff is mad takes bare calisthenic strength. Like not anyone could just like grab a pole and like do backflips. You know what I'm saying? No, don't do that. Don't even go home. Don't try to do it at the park. Just on your own. It's, it's too wild. Like, Mm. uh, pole flow, pole fitness. I got into that. Um, it was, I was, I was in university at the time. I was like a struggling university student that didn't have a whole bunch of money. My mom, like at the time she was going through a lot as well too. And like, you know, she had lost her job. She had health problems. And so I I needed to find a way to be able to take care of her and be able to be around, you know, also as well too, and pay my school bills. My best friend was also having like problems. All while you had a, two two kids. I didn't have two kids. Oh, you didn't have two time. kids then? No, not at the time. When I was at university, I was 17. You were 17? Were you gifted? Like, are you like smart guy? I skipped a grade. You skipped a grade? Mm-hmm. Which grade? Four. So you were just like, you went from three to five? I went to four to five. Oh, from four to five. Oh, three. So, I mean, so yeah, like so you three, finished grade three? three? Yeah, three. So I skipped four. I went to five. Was it like on the first day of school? Like you was in grade four and your teachers are like, nah, she's too smart. Uh, yeah. Like I went, for, I was coming from private school. So okay. I'm, like by the time they had had a bunch of tests, that my mom had been like, listen, like I already know she knows this curriculum. And like, it's similar to like what's happening with my kids right now. It's like, mm-hmm. they know a lot of the curriculum. So even right now it's like, they're in the new class. That's like a split class. It's like a two, three. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like, guess just, they're supposed to be in grade two, but even I was like that for the grade one too. So they, it's just about like the level of education that you're having and the way that you're doing everything. So like, I've, I've just been pretty happy, pretty blessed to be able to be having a good education. That's like, why oh. you skipped a grade. Were yeah. you like one of those gifted kids? Uh, I, I during like when I was growing up, I was like horseback riding. I was, I was, I had tutors. I had, like I was well-rounded. Yeah. Like, like I didn't have siblings. So mm-hmm. like it was my, my mom was like. Your only hey. child? Yeah. Same, same. Only child gang. Only child syndrome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you know, you're just like, I'm my parents only. I love when I meet another only child because everyone out here have siblings and shit. And I'm like, but damn, see, no like, one knows how it feels. <laughs> when I got pregnant, I was like, please, dear God, give me twins. Please, please, That's please, that. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah, because you when you grow up and you don't have you siblings, sibling. you're just like, I wish I had somebody. Literally. Like, because when you want to be mad, like, you want to, like, just be able to, I need somebody to go deal with my parent or somebody yeah. else to, like, reiterate. Somebody, I want somebody I can talk to. Somebody I can be in the shits with. Exactly. None of these people are going to be loyal the same mm-hmm. way. I'm going to have to do this on my own. I'm like, I want somebody. Give me somebody. You ever had those moments where people are like, I wish I was the only child? I'm like, bro, I wish I had, like, three, three friends, like, sleepover every day, like, pretty much. Like, I get y'all fight, but it's like, a party every day. I, y'all be having sibling meetings and shit. 
Like, yo, that looks lit. Yay. I'm like, y'all building tree houses, coming and concocting plans. Somebody's getting mm-hmm. in trouble. I want to have a reason why I got to beat ass and it's not because of me. Mm-hmm. Who... I want to be played for some shit. I really <laughs> just genuinely do. I'm I was so fucked. Do you feel like you exhibit traits of only child syndrome? Oh yeah. I can list them because well, what know. are the only child syndromes? Um apparently it's like they will have less developed social skills and antisocial tendencies. I don't know about that. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like only I feel children like are, over are social, over social. I'm yeah. too socialized. You're like people. Oh my god, yeah. like yes. Apparently, uh, only children, like, they're good leaders, but a lot of times, like, where we fall short is, like, there's, like, an entitlement because we weren't used to, like, sharing particular things that maybe siblings had to go through, as well as, like, I feel like when you have siblings, they keep you in check, whereas, like, when you're an only child, it's just, like, you and adults, you know what I'm saying? So, you kind of learn how to navigate the adult world. You're already, like, I'm, like, I'm a little adult. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wished I had like either like I feel like people who had like an older sibling had an edge going into like high school and other places because they kind of knew what was cool. Oh, uh, yeah. They made a name for them unless your older sibling was like. Mm. Piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you're like, why like, did I Michael's end brother? up with this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to like you got to like work out of that hole. Mm-hmm. Or you try to be like, I don't even claim that person. Mm-hmm. that's really interesting I though. had a friend that like we were going from elementary school and and like they really weren't like they didn't like their brother at all like was not into his it was a girl mm-hmm. and so when she got to high school she like refused to even like claim ownership of her brother and so people like he would come by and like try to be like yeah I'm your brother hey, she'd be like oh. <laughs> so <laughs> who is that mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> like she just had she claimed no ownership of him Mm-hmm. And like they, they, he, at the end of the school, like she would walk home. She'd like be like, she'd take the extra far distance just so she could avoid him. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you are doing the most sweetheart. I'm like, you are, are you, how are you going to do this for the whole entire year? She doesn't even want him to like talk to her in the hallway. Never ever wanted that. That's, that's how it is. I always see siblings like that. I was like, they don't talk at all. Some siblings like have serious beef and like they don't talk for years. I'm like, yo, even whatever happened, like you have a sibling. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wish I had. Uh, I like, just want somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's the thing. That's why I was like, okay, I'm like, dear God, just give me twins. Cause they're twins. That means like they're the same age. They're going through the same shit. They went through the same problems. They're going to be able to connect. Got connection. Y'all were in the womb together. Y'all bonded. We are together. Unite like Power Rangers. I was, that was the type of shit I was on. Is twin, uh, I was like, please just give me multiples. I don't give a shit. They can be like, give me five. Fives? Quintuplets. Give me them. Yo, do they have some kind of like telepathy between each other? Like, do they understand each other on like an unspoken uh, like vibes level because yeah, they're twins? They do. They, I, they, I feel like they're always like answering each other's questions before they even open up their mouth to say stuff. But I, most of the time it happens with music and like creative stuff. Like mm. they draw a lot. They paint a lot. They like, like they recently did some tie dye shirts and then like she'll like Selena, their names are Selena and Valentina. So Selena goes, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna add this little bit of color into your shirt right here, and that's like, oh, that's exactly what I was just thinking, and I'm like, that's so crazy. oh, I'm like, that's so great that y'all do they ever gang up way. on you? Do they ever like gang up on no. you? No, no, my kids are super polite. They're avid readers. They're super kind. They're super creative. Like they are socialized very well. So they are like little gymnasts. They, mm. I, yeah. Do they take a lot from you? Like, do you see traits of you in them? Yeah, a lot, a lot of who they are. I feel like is because of me. Um, 
I think that they take on a lot of the traits also that their father has as well too. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of their family members has like of well, like they have inspired them and shown them different things. So mm-hmm. it's like primarily a lot of the things that they do, like especially since my kids, like they know how to cook. Like they'll like they'll go to the like they're seven. They'll like they'll make grilled cheese or they. Will, what? That took me to like thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my one of my kids, like she's like super into cooking, and she's like she knows how to make mashed potatoes. She knows how to like makes like she'll she'll season up chicken for me, and then she'll throw it into the air fryer, and she'll she'll be like, "Well, we have to check on it, mom. I set a timer. I did this. Like she'll come up with her own concoctions of like a seasoning or something, and wow. like yeah." Now they now, yeah, now it's like Damn. it's about like now like coming to talk to them about like, oh hey, like what do you guys want to do for a business? And it's like that's mm-hmm. where it feels like I'm at because it's like, you know, you're at this age, you're gonna be my age soon. So why don't mm-hmm. I just help set you up so that you can just do this? You've already been doing this your whole life. You're gonna yeah. have to do this until you're 112. So mm-hmm. fuck it, I'll just teach you now. Mm-hmm. Are they as much as they are similar? Because I always felt like, okay, like, you know even from like an astrology perspective, like twins are like very similar in terms of like when they're born, right? Like their signs are probably eight minutes apart. So are they more similar? Do you see like a lot of differences or is it like mostly similarities and like little like minor differences in terms of like personality? No, they're their own people. They're their own, like completely like Like they still, they have the same manners. Yeah, like they're their own people. Mm -hmm. Like, both of my kids are just have different interests, different likes, different personalities, like some things that are very similar, like their manners and like their way that they like, they'll put away certain things and they'll like that sort of stuff. But outside of that, no, like they are, they're their own people. Like they are really creating their own little worlds and then they just kind of go to visit each other's spaces are you going to be like when they get to that age where they start dating are you going to be like the cool mom or are you going to be like the very protective and like grilling the dude kind of mom fuck that nigga yeah <laughs> i mean you see you see that that what was that one with will smith and um malcolm was that? or are you talking about in um men in black uh, no bad boys or bad boys yeah yeah, 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 yeah. they come in and he's like yo just got out the bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. You are, who are you? You want to come at this? Like, it's going to be one of those. I'm going to have like one Martin of my Lawrence. friends there. Martin Lawrence, that's yeah, it. I said yeah, Malcolm. Yeah. Martin Lawrence. Martin mm. Lawrence and, and, and Will Smith. Like, yeah. That was that was what it was. I was like sitting there and I was like, yeah, that's how I'm going to be. I'll be like, fuck this shit. You're like, I already know what you want. Yeah, like, what yeah. are you doing? You coming here, you talking to her? Hold up, back up, back up, back up. I'm like, I'm going to be ready. I might even have, like, a crew of, like, six people, just six <laughs> niggas just ready. Like, yo, you come here for da-da-da? Yeah, like, I'm going to be extreme with it. I'm, I'm going to have, like, one person. One person is nothing. Mm-hmm. I have, like, six mans. Like, they have to be towering. Like, mm-hmm. six foot two, six foot eight, mm-hmm. six... Seven feet. Seven feet. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and I have some people towering on this poor person. They are going to be sitting there shitting their pants like, fuck, I got to get this girl right back home. And I want them to go share that story. Mm-hmm. So it goes up to all high school. and do it like one, two more so times. Talk to the twins. Eh? Their yeah. mom's crazy. <laughs> their mom's crazy. See, everyone used to say that about my mom because my aunt was like, my, my mom my mom and my aunt were like super protective of my cousin. And mm-hmm. then when I went to high school, I was like the, the sweetheart that was just like, nah, nah, nah. I didn't get in no fights. I didn't want to... Mm-hmm. I was doing nothing to me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was like, it became like more of a thing where it's like, you know, now everyone's like, oh, you know, your mom was super crazy when your cousin was in school. I was like, yeah, because my cousin would do well shit. I have nothing that was going on. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, if my kids have it going on, I'm like, I got girls, what, two what, little girls. What's a good age, like, do you think for them to start dating? 
Or like, what would you like? Like you want them to like wait as long? 83. Yeah. Past the point of pregnancy. Past the point of pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that the shit. Menopause. Menopause. Yeah, yeah. Everything. 83. Nah, but for real. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be like a hundred something by then. Fuck that shit. They just need to date. They yeah. don't need to date. They don't need to date. For yeah. what? Mm-hmm. For what? We'll figure it out as we go along. We'll be doing an arranged marriage. Nah, but actually, no. what's that? I really He has to come age. with a dowry. He has to come with a dowry for a date? A hundred horses. For one date? One. Uno. Nah, you sound like if <laughs> if, if if someone comes with a hundred horses, that's like you're marrying off your kid at that point. That's like some old school shit, you know? <laughs> what if a dude came with a hundred horses? Like, I want to marry your shit, daughter. That'd be crazy. I, they better be Frisians. <laughs> I'm be selective. They better not be like some like random little like like I want the good horse, want expensive horses. Yeah, I want the bougie one. I want the regular one. We're gonna trade it so we get the free shit and then call it a day. Do you still do horseback riding? Yeah, yeah, I still horseback ride. Someone horse like oh, like years ago. Uh, his name was Obron. He's super cutie. Obron. And um, yeah, I gave him over to the Pegasus program out in Caledon when I went to university, mm-hmm. and he's stayed there. He's super, super wonderful. They super look, cute. I've, I've never like the only time i've been on a horse is like you know when you go on vacation and like there's a guy yeah. with a horse on a beach and like you know you're like, okay, you, you, just sit, you just sit and the man's walking with you with the nah, horse I'm I'm, the that's the only one i've done like, you do equestrian like, yeah. like jumping and stuff oh i'm doing hunter jumper dressage like i'm doing all of that you know like how when the horses are kind of like they look like they're doing the crib walking yeah 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 that's that's me so uh-huh. so how, so you, any horse you know how to control or does a horse have to be trained or if you just seen um, a horse and you were trying to escape you could just jump on it and like you know what to do yeah i definitely i would not be telling anybody to just jump on a horse especially if you don't know the no, but what if it's like it. you know it's like an apocalypse situation the there's a horse there oh i'm jumping on that shit and racing but you know it how to control it and steer it and stuff yeah yeah it is. I've, I've been horseback riding since i was six my um my godfather used to own sunnybrook stables his name was walter shanley and i he passed away a couple of years ago and he taught me everything I know. I've, I've ridden at Caledon Equestrian. They are phenomenal horseback riding mm. stables that's out in Caledon. They're just off of Airport Road. Seems like such like a historic connection between like humans and horses. I feel yeah. like when you ride a horse, you might like feel like what your ancestors been oh, felt, you I know? I disappear. The whole world's gone. Like I can get lost in just like the sound of like the hoof beats. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's such an incredible experience. Is it a workout? Even connect. though you're sitting, yeah. like I heard it's like bare abdominal. Your thighs. Mm. They're done for your thighs, your calves, your your ab. Like you're having a whole entire ab workout that's occurring because you need to keep your back nice and straight. Mm-hmm. You need to keep your hands onto the reins really mm-hmm. nice and strong and firm, so you can be able to be controlling and directing exactly where your horse needs to go. And then, like most of your movement is happening between your hips and mm-hmm. as you're going around. It's it's a great experience. To be honest, you should try it. I, I not like not might... just on vacation, like just no, no. I'm gonna go. I feel like. You gotta like. We should it, do that. You commitment. wanna do it? We wanna film it? I think that'd be a good start. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm a little nervous now. I feel like I gotta lose weight. I'm not trying to like burden the horse. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? I'm like 195 right now. I could be, wow. I could be 185, you know, for the horse. One, you need to lose weight, like a, like a diet type of thing. Not like diet. Like, I, like, I've like, been we, shredded before a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so like, let's, why don't we just move around? You know what I'm saying? A little body recomp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I don't mean lose weight, like, you know, like in an unhealthy way. It's like, you know? optimize but yo we're gonna wrap up just now uh what i want to ask you is that you know is there anything 
you want to say or like announce or like, you know, uh, a message to the people, you know, the pineapples fans out there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, my thing is just keep, keep being yourself, keep doing every single thing that you possibly can to, to just be able to showcase to the world, like who you are and what you want to do. My whole thing is just, you know, continue to eat pineapples. Pineapples are the most wonderful fruit in the world. They have ananas, 30, ananas, yeah. abakashi. Mm. Uh, there's 3,500 years of just history that's behind pineapples. They've been a part of like Egyptians. They've been a part of, you know, going in through even a lot of the Europeans that, you know, at one point in time had it as the same amount as gold. Mm. Um, and pineapples, they just, they produce bromelain that helps remove toxins from your body. It's so good for you. Full of vitamin C. Continue to eat them. Continue to drink juice continue to stay hydrated stay fresh homies Jeez. that's all i got stay tuned for you know her music which we would we don't know when it's coming out but will come out it has to come out and our horseback riding and horseback riding <laughs> we're gonna do a little, little i'm i'm nervous yo i'm nervous <laughs> for that because i know you're gonna just be like this is gonna seamlessly. be you and i would be like this what uh, if like, I all fall? right let's get, you're not going to i gotta build that trust with that horse you're demisexual uh, what does that mean? I got it because I want to know the horse. I'm not trying to bang. You, I'm not trying to bang, you're not trying to bang the, horse. the horse. Like yeah, but like you so need to like be, you need to like you know you need to bond with the horse. I feel like there's a trust that needs to be established. Uh, I don't know they're how like that shit big works. bunny rabbits. Like honestly, they're there's like, like everyone. Yeah, like they're just really sweet. They're not like everybody, but a sugar cube and an apple slice. Mm, they're kind way. of they. You might become big house for you. I'm looking for like the sea biscuit, <laughs> like my sea biscuit. You know what I'm saying? Like wow, this man wants to be racing. I want to be, yeah, I'm trying to do like. Wow, rides. we are really graduating from like on the ocean over to let's have a galloping race across the field I'm and extremes. have rose petals yeah. coming off of you mm-hmm. in slow motion. I'm a man of extremes. Like I want to like, I think I might wear Zero. like an armor thing that day. Zero to hundred. But yo, thank you so much for coming through. <laughs> You're a blast to have. I look forward to like seeing more of your work. Hopefully um, we'll do this again, you know. I look forward next to next time it'll be in like you. you know a big time studio, you know. Oh, what I'm, I'm, a, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. I got you. <laughs> All right, yo, thank you for tuning into the Borough Sound. Make sure you like, Bye. comment, subscribe, and uh, enjoy your day. Subscribe to Borough Sound.